is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio, with thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender, here's Todd Bergat. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today as we kick off another week. We're well into playoff season uh, for the preps, hockey wrapping up. Uh, for the girls over the weekend. The boys, of course, uh, will play this coming weekend with a state tournament, and wrestling is headed to state. Gymnastics was there. Uh, section playoff basketball, all kinds of stuff going on. Our man Greg Snow joining us on these Mondays. He winds up officiating a lot of those uh, section playoff games. And tell me from an official's uh, standpoint, do you guys get more geared up once the postseason begins? Absolutely. Yeah. I use that in my speech, actually. Yeah. So speech, many of you know who watch basketball know that we have a captain's huddle and then a coach's huddle. Sometimes we do them all together, depending on the mood that we're in. And I I like to tell them, lately I've been using this line of, we're basketball fans too. We know what this means. Yeah. And I always tell all of our guys, you know, when we have conversations about playoff, is you're ending somebody's career tonight. Yeah. Just so you know. And it's like, well, don't put that on me. Take it serious. Yeah. This is somebody, I mean, I, I did uh, Canby versus, uh, oh boy, who'd they play? Uh, McRae the other day, girls. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to say this on air and people are going to go, Greg, you're, you're so stupid, but I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> so at the end of the game, Canby's down by 20 yeah. and they sub out their senior. I think they just had one. Sure. Subbed her out. Walks over, hugs the coach. Yeah. Long hug standing ovation from their crowd. I got choked up. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I got daughters. It's cool to see. I dude, yeah. I, this this is real stuff for me. I'm I'm reffing the game trying to dry my eyes. Yeah. yeah. And people are, you know, they yell at us and bark at us and it's like we're humans. Yeah. Yeah. And I love this stuff. I love basketball and I know somebody's career is ending. I have another game tonight. Yeah. Somebody's career is ending. Yeah. You know, it's 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 an inevitable. It's a 1-8 game. Yeah. But again, it doesn't matter. Somebody's career. There's going to be some tears and some hugs tonight. Yeah. And I live that as a dad. You know, I live through this stuff. So it's like, this is real to us. You know, <laughs> I'm getting a little even emotional now because I'm thinking about it. But And I don't mean to be, but it's like, yes, as basketball officials, Todd, we try to take our job serious because we know this is a big deal. And so... I applaud everybody who's put their time and effort in. The coaches put all this time and effort. The players put all this time and effort. The parents drive their kids everywhere. Just remember, when you see us out there, and we used to be stripes, it was easy to tell us, when you see the gray shirts out there, yeah. we also live and die this stuff. Yeah. So it, it's kind of cool to see, and it's kind of fun to be a part of. No doubt. You don't have the bold game tonight, do you? No, we originally did. Okay. Um, but they moved us off of it because yeah. of my connection with bold. Yeah. And so we switched over to the, to the BLH versus Cedar Mountain game. Oh, that'll be a so, good one, too. Yeah, well. Yeah. Well, not, well it BLHS is It really shouldn't good. be. BLH girls are. They're really good. They're really good. Yeah. They're fun yeah. to watch, and again, yeah. fun team. So it should yeah. be a fun atmosphere, nonetheless, because BLH brings a nice crowd every time. Time. Yeah, Wilmer girls have a home game Saturday for their first section game. It is official now. It's Ricori. Okay. I kind of had speculated that on Saturday, looking because it's QRF seated. That's the nice thing about QRF seated sections. You can look at it and pretty much know uh, what's going to happen. So I thought it would be Ricori. It is. It fell all the way that it yeah. kind of looked like it would. I'm not always, you know, sure on some of the tiebreaker stuff, but but it fell how we thought. So they'll have a home game again right. on Thursday, and the boys regular season home game tonight. So as we head. Uh, toward the end of the season here. Uh, exciting stuff. It I, is. I wondered how officials uh, would handle uh, stuff like that once you get to section. They're probably not state. all crybabies like me, but I mean, it's 
This is it's fun. Well, I don't and know. It's fun to be a part of. There's right? a lot of officials that are dads. Well, you know exactly, so, Todd. You know, that's yeah. the that's the part I get. A, you know, I have three daughters. I had a son. Two of them, their careers ended miserably. Yeah. One of them was on an official's air, admittedly, oh. because the tape showed it. Ugh. And another one, we just had a we had a, a falling out, so to speak, that yeah. um, just some bad things happened so, towards the end. So yeah, yeah. I, this is this is real. It's stuff. a big deal. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So good luck to everyone. Thank you. As they're into oh, I the play- you were saying that to me. Well, good luck to you as well <laughs> as you're officiating tonight. We just want you to get out of there without anybody coming up to you after the game. You know, the in-game, right. hey, you missed that call. You want to try my glasses? Right. You guys are fine with that. We're okay with Whatever. that. Again, just, just don't make don't, it personal. Don't make it personal. Yeah. Don't say, yeah. Snow, you're a better golfer. I had this once in a playoff. Yeah. Snow, you're a better golfer than a ref. <laughs> um, again, that's personal. They apparently have never golfed with you. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I go, are you sure about that one? But that's when the guy used my name. I was, If I knew who it was, I would have thrown him out. Yeah. You know, that was a personal shot but again if you say come on yeah there's a travel yeah. we get it yeah do we like it all the time no not when it's over the top we're not here to screw anybody we're yeah. trying to call no. the fairest game possible that's right you know so again i think most people deep down know that yeah but it's just good to remind everybody there's no agendas yeah that's right. there is not we don't there's care who wins no agendas that's care right. less that's right hey uh so you know you and i uh have talked a lot about the pga tour and live golf and that we hope at some point we're going to have them together again i want to see all the good players playing at the same time and now we, we're not even going to get that in all of the majors this year when oh. you have some players that are are not going to be uh invited have not qualified uh soon enough uh so there was a pga tour event and it was not a signature event so it's what they'll have in minneapolis this summer right a non-signature event so a prize uh pool of eight million still nice work if you yeah. can get it but it's 20 million for the signature events so a lot fewer players really no one from the well, I shouldn't say no one from the top under Tony Finau played, but who was there besides that? A pretty pretty light field yeah. for a PGA tour event, of which I'm guessing that they still are charging the television networks the same price to carry that one as they are otherwise. Well, that would be an interesting thing to dig into of how much they uh, discount the offshoot events. Yeah. You know, especially for sponsors, TV, you know, you name it. Uh, because I'm assuming that TV selling ads has to go by ratings. Yeah. And there couldn't have been good ratings. Not much yesterday. There is a local connection to this nap kid. Um, he, many of you may, may know or may have seen that he won the first CRMC Canadian tour event that was held in the United States, which was up at Craigans two yeah. years ago. Yeah. They've, done, they've ran it two years. So all of my buddies up there are cheering for this guy because yeah. they know him personally. Yeah. Isn't that interesting, Todd? Yeah. When you get to shake hands with somebody and have a conversation with them, all of a sudden they become your guy. That's right. I tell a story. I played with Bob Lore years ago down at Grand Cypress down in Orlando. Okay. Happenstance, just a buddy of mine. Bob Lore became one of my favorite golfers yeah. that I would follow and see. Now, he didn't have a very long career. He wasn't very good. But, uh, but he became a guy that I looked at yeah. because I got to shake his hand and talk to him and see how real he is. Yeah. Going back to officiating, that's what I wish people would understand. Yeah. Come talk to me. Yeah. Have a, we'll have a real conversation. Yeah. I bet you won't yell at me as much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You'll realize that I'm really not not a prick. <laughs> I'm not right? trying to. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know. I'm not trying to screw anybody. Yeah, no. Right? No. We're trying to do it right. And I think that about these tour guys, that once you have that personal connection, is that enough to carry the weight for these uh, for the advertisers? It isn't, Todd. I just don't think it is, and nope. they they do need better fields. But as we were mentioned before, now you have some things to throw in here. I want I to do. hear, but and it doesn't make again, me right necessarily. I'm, I just, I'm yeah. not sure that these top guys were going anyways. Yeah. So if the top 20 live guys were on the PGA Tour, would they have played in this one because they had a week off? Probably not. 
I don't think so, but yeah. I could be wrong, right? Yeah, Maybe possible. Lou Yu stays and says, I'll play over there, although they had an event over in Asia that they were playing in. So yeah. I don't know, Todd. What are, what are you thinking about this? Well, and, and you had referenced uh, earlier that a lot of the Live supporters were pointing at this week's mm. PGA Tour mm-hmm. field and saying, compare that with a Live field. It's not an apples-to-apples comparison. Right. However, I, I do think there is something to... I think the fields would be stronger if the tours were combined, even on this. And the PGA Tour, they don't say, well, they do say these are our signature events, but they don't seem to promote it all that much. They want this to be a standalone event. It, you know, with the field that they have, it, it isn't going to be. So I think there is some uh, something to be said about, boy, it's a weak field this week on the PGA Tour. Uh, even though, like you said, the live players probably wouldn't have played that anyway. But what would happen, though, is those top live players would be playing in the signature events. Oh, yes. And a lot of those signature events, guys, then would be playing at the Mexico Open. So the field would be stronger if the fields were combined because all those live players would be in the signature events and 20 to 25 of the guys on the signature events wouldn't be in that top 80 and they would be playing in the Mexico Open at Vedanta. You just brought something up that just kind of triggered with me of how this all works in the sponsorship world. So for the Minnesota PGA, those of you who know that I'm involved with that, I'm on the board and we do a lot of things, sometimes we will tie a sponsor to a big event and have them kick money to that smaller event, mm. you know, because they're going to be part of this. But also, can you give a little bit over here to this event sure. to bolster it up? To your point, if the sponsors had all the best players at such and such event, they might be willing to kick in a little more, which could also trickle down to now we're kicking some to the Mexican Open. I yeah. think that's what the name of Mexico it was. Mexico Open at Vedanta. Okay. Yeah, yo. I, yeah. I didn't watch a shot. I didn't, yeah? See, that's, see, but what does that say? It says to you, you didn't watch it. Now, before Liv, we would have watched. Of course, they didn't have such a separation between the right. major events and the less uh, signature events, which they've changed the name of that I don't know how many times. Multiples. Uh, but signature is fine. Let's go with that. But, yeah, I, see, you, you're a huge golf fan. You didn't watch a single shot. I didn't. So No, I was busy. A Saturday I, we had a lot of playoff that. games, yeah, yeah, and we had a big yeah. chaotic day. And then yesterday, yesterday, I was at volleyball all day, Todd, uh, okay, right. and I did not pull out the phone. Had it been a bigger event, Might people have. would have been had a hard time talking to me. Yeah, And I know my wife hates this, and I, sometimes she listens to these, but, <laughs> um, but and I'll say it on there. She hates it because I have my head buried in my phone, and I like this thing. But this is part of my job. Yeah. I kind of need to know what's going on yeah. in the golf world. It just yeah. makes for better conversations in the pro shop. Yeah, yeah. Right, that I and here on the podcast watched. and the podcast yeah, here, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's just we we want to kind of keep up with that. So yeah. if it's the players, I mean Augusta. I used to go to a, a one of my daughter's volleyball tournaments every year in Sioux Falls, and it was the same weekend as Augusta. It's hard to find me. Yeah, I mean I missed a lot of my daughter's games when I'm there. Yeah. I paid the interview. Looks, Todd, I still have the stamp from yesterday, <laughs> right? That I got in. I pay the money to go in, and then I have my phone and laptop open to watch these things. Yeah. It's just, I'm sorry, they're just too big of a deal. Yeah. And my wife, you know, well, your children are a big deal. I know. I'm yeah. trying to piece Try, it all together. Yeah, You're yeah, right, baby. Yeah, yeah. You I'm know, here. It's, get it, I'm here. I'm yeah. here, right? I'm trying to all have lunch with you guys yeah. together while we're watching. Yeah, yeah. It sounds terrible, yeah, right? Yeah. I, as I'm hearing myself say it, it sounds brutal, it, but well, it's part of, it, the, it's, it's part of it who I am in yeah, the life that yeah, I am. So yeah. back to the point of... If the Mexican Open had been more riveting, let's say it was Fino at the top of the board, yeah, maybe I would have tuned it in a little bit, you know. Uh, but again, without without it being that, he was I the only one though. 
I don't have a connection to Nap. Yeah. You know, my buddies do up yeah. north. I didn't get to meet him. Yeah. I don't know if he's any good or not any good. Um, but I follow some guys on Twitter that are just raving about him and showed some of their winning um uh, sports betting tickets that oh. they had on him to win this event. Really? Yeah. That was pretty nice. Pretty then. nice odds. Yeah. yeah bet, and they did pretty well. So yeah. again, good for them, whatever, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Now, will we see this name in the future? <laughs> yeah, I think so. He's 29 years old. He's matured. Okay. So again, is he past his prime now? Is he right in his prime? Is it a chance that we'll see? Yeah. But again, I saw it today again on Twitter. A lot of people posted their master's ticket yeah. for him. That's probably Huge going odds. a little far. It is. Probably, for sure it is. But, but if you're throwing down uh, 20 bucks to win on 3,000 right. to 1 right. odds to win, or something. Right. To win maybe a lot. Maybe it's not that Six high. Six grand. But, no, yeah. I think it's more than that. Oh, is it really? I think it's 3,500 is what I saw. Oh, wow. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, 20 bucks what? to win that. People used to do it with Bernhard Langer all That's the time. Right. That's right. Right. And, he, and he's, he'll be this nap kid. And Tom be, Watson. You remember Tom yes. Watson was competitive for yes. a long time in the majors. So. Jack Nicholas made a run at age yeah. like 56 or yeah. something one time. And again, I'm looking for a live player again. It's This is... I know we're getting in front of the horse here a little bit, yeah, Todd, but yeah. this Masters is going to be so riveting. The controversy yeah. makes us so good. I it had an does. Idea, I had an idea for today's podcast. And everybody's tracking live yeah. players yes. at, at the Masters. Yes, because so, yeah. either you love them or you hate them. That's right. So you're tracking them because you like them, either or you're way. tracking them because you just don't want them to do well. That's why we had such massive ratings last year yes. when Kepka was in contention. And now it's going to be John Rahm, too, to add it up even more. And the live players, considering they still don't get World Golf ranking points, yeah are taking these majors oh. very personally. This so, is their only way to get world ranking points. Right. They that's have right. to play well in these to stay yeah. relevant and yep. move up. Have to play really well. They do. Yeah. They and do. then, unfortunately, a guy like Taylor Gooch still isn't getting a chance. Not yet. So that kind of hurts him. Yeah, I don't know. Who, yeah. I, I guess the probably all the invites are out. I suppose they I would are. I imagine that at this point they're not going to do a late... Last yeah. second invite if he wins Jetta. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can't see it. Yeah. Yep. They would never. I had an idea for today's podcast. Okay. I, I've, yeah. I'm, I'm sad that I didn't get it done. I was going to have a letter typed up to Seth Waugh. Okay. Do you know Seth? He's the he's the CEO or he's the top of the organizational chart for the PG of America. Okay. He's also on the official World Golf Ranking Points. I see. And I think if he got an email from me, who's a yeah. PGA member, yeah. maybe he would read it. And I thought you and I could maybe. go through that together <laughs> of what we'd like to see yeah. of why we need points as fans. Yeah. yeah. And why he and his cronies need to figure this out. Yeah. And I'm still beating this drum. I know we talked about it Friday and we talked about it last Monday. Yeah. But I, I'm just, every day that passes, I just cannot understand why we can't get there. Why we can't figure this out and give these guys some ranking points yeah. to some degree. Yeah. If the Mexican Open can have ranking points with that week of a field. I know. Then I think a live event could have some Absolutely ranking points. Absolutely could. Absolutely could. Uh, hey, you know, uh, this is a uh, the biggest offseason in Vikings team history, mm. I believe. Uh, and it's so much fun to watch all the mock drafts and all the speculation that's going on. You can make a legitimate case for Cousins, Jefferson, and Hunter to all be re-signed. You can make a legitimate case to see them all not on the team next year with Cousins and Hunter leaving free agency and trading Justin Jefferson. And you could do any combination yes. of the three. We know they're going to sign other free agents. They just got a boost and the salary cap went up. So they're already like $37 million under the cap uh, right now, yep. which should make it a little easier if they really wanted to sign Kirk Cousins to get a deal done. But but I think the Vikings are are basically sitting and saying maybe without saying so much to Cousins, go see what's out there via free agency, and we'll see. We're kind of sitting cap-wise where we were the year we signed Cousins. We yeah. had a lot of money, yeah. and we had drafted well before that. Yeah. So we're kind of in that. But you're right, Todd. I can't imagine Quasi sleeping at all. 
Yeah. I mean, every day he's got to be thinking, what's the right path here? Yeah. Which way do I need to go? I, I can imagine that he's asking the Wilfs. Yeah. And again, that's not a lot of fun, right? To always ask your owners, what yeah. do you want me to do? And yeah. they're sitting there going, didn't we hire you to yeah. do this? Yeah. You know, or are they sitting in the room going, keep us competitive so that we can sell tickets? From what I understand, that's been the mantra from if, them so far. It we feels want like to it, right? We maintain competitiveness. We never want to go down. We don't want to go backwards. Again, you get stuck in mediocre purgatory. We have, and and again, I, I I think I found out earlier that playoff ticket revenue goes to the NFL, but all the auxiliary stuff. I'd still just beating this drum that we've only had one home playoff game yeah. in the Cousins era. Yeah. So at some point, do you as an owner have to say, "There's extra money at the end of the season for for our organization and for our city and for our town, for our area," yeah. not to mention excitement. And again, I know that we can shift that over to the Twins' payroll. They seem yeah. to go the other way of, we just want to make payroll. They did we this don't, year. We yeah. don't care about really being super competitive. We'll yeah. try. We'll, we have a great um, you know, organization underneath that yeah. we do well with our developmental squads. Yeah. So I don't know, Todd. I'm If I'm quasi, this is it for his job. Whichever direction he goes, if, if he goes with Cousins and it goes poorly, I think he's done. If he goes a different direction and it goes really ho- horribly, I can't imagine any scenario of getting rid of Jefferson. I don't know if you can. Can you imagine a trade scenario? Yeah. Oh, my goodness, Todd. You said that with a straight face. Yeah. I brought this up a couple of months ago, uh, and I compared it. Maybe I didn't talk about it with you, but I looked at what the Dolphins got for Tyreek Hill, and I compared it. Would I take this for Tyreek Hill? It was a swap of first-rounders to move up, an additional first and second next year, and then a second and a third the following year. Uh, you know, yeah. and with the Vikings, see, I want to see them get a good quarterback. Yeah. And the only way you're getting in the top three, and I'm not sure that those three teams are actually going to trade out of there. Right. Because they all need quarterbacks. Yep. But the only way, if one of them is considering it, is if Jefferson is part of the deal. The Vikings don't have enough draft capital unless they go first round this year, first round next year, first round the year after that. They only have six picks this year. Maybe they would throw all of those picks at a rookie quarterback, but but I think they'd prefer not to, Oof. and then they have more cap space. So I can see it. It's not what I'm advocating for, right. but I can see a trade of Justin Jefferson. And yes. the only one of the three teams I see on the fence are the Bears. Yeah. I still think they're on the fence a little bit with Justin Fields and which way they want to go. I, so I you're right. Some, yeah, and I heard somebody explain it perfectly the other day. It's not like Justin Fields is a terrible quarterback. If the Bears were selecting, say, 15th, we wouldn't be talking about this. No. If they didn't have the number one, if they just had their number nine, we're probably not talking no, about right. this. But since they have the number one. Right. They're not picking J.J. McCarthy at nine. Yeah. Right. They're going to go a different direction. They're yeah. going to go defense or a wide receiver, which they need. So exactly. the Just, Jeff, Justin Jefferson thing kind of makes a little sense, but I would hate yeah. to trade him within the division. Yeah. Then you got to see him twice a year. Well, they aren't, the Vikings it are can't gonna, happen. They aren't going to trade with the Bears. It would be New England. With Washington? New England. New England. Yeah. I think that would be at three, so then you're only getting who's left of the big three. Well, the, but I think that might be Drake May. I'd be fine with that. Any of the top three, I'd be fine with. Let's I, roll. I argued this years ago that maybe that would be best, Todd. Maybe then we don't have to make a decision. Uh, right? The go. other teams just decide for you, that's and then right. you can say, well, that's just who was left. That's so right. if it goes poorly, <laughs> <laughs> then it goes poorly, and we don't have to worry about it so much. Greg, a little choked up with all that. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Todd. He, he is the uh, pro over there, the director of golf, I should say. At Eagle Creek Golf Club, lots of exciting things uh, coming up over there as well. That's the Todd and Friends Podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 
Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.